This episode is brought to you by Utini, the new and easy way to stay up to date with Star Wars books by having them delivered right to your door every month. Enter the giveaway in the description below or use promo code SWBPODCAST for $5 off your first month. Pick your class and learn your master points because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 119 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by Utini founder, Corey Helton. What's up, guys? In this episode, we'll be breaking down the Solo A Star Wars Story trailer and what it could mean for Star Wars Battlefront. Let's get started. So, before, I'd say, what, an hour and 30 minutes, something like that, before we actually got on to get on the podcast... The Han Solo, or Solo, a Star Wars story trailer launched, uh, the teaser. It's about 45 seconds of actual content, and boy, does it surpass my expectations. Yeah, same, man, same. So, uh, it was so short. (laughs) I know. So, before we actually talk about the content of the, before we actually talk about the content of the trailer, I was thinking about this. This is pretty interesting. So, I read today that the, uh, the Han Solo spot, even though it's 45 seconds because it's during the Super Bowl, it costs Disney $5 million for oh, that wow. one teaser spot. So I'm like, I'm like, why the heck would they spend all that money on the Han Solo if it's just a if it's just a teaser, right? And I know why. I know exactly why. Because everybody's freaking out about how they think their Han Solo movie is gonna be bad. Right? Yeah. So by Disney spending $5 million on a teaser trailer, that's like, listen, we know this movie is going to be awesome, and we know so much that we're willing to blow a ton of money on a teaser trailer. Not even a real trailer, <laughs> but a teaser trailer. Now, if that doesn't show commitment, I don't know what does. Yeah, before, like, leading up to the actual teaser launch, and tomorrow we're going to get into the trailer, when uh, our listeners hear this, it'll be Monday when the actual full-length trailer, who knows what the heck's going to be in that. But before I got an actual look at it, I was I was skeptical. Like, I'm still like, we don't really need a Star Wars, uh, a Han Solo movie. But they are trying mm-hmm. something new. Like, that looks unlike anything I've seen in Star Wars. Right. While also hearkening back, like, I was like, ooh, that looks Star Wars. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think I've stopped being skeptical. I think that I feel like Kathleen Kennedy and the whole star Wars and Lucasfilm team has kind of proved themselves at this point. Like everything they produce, they just keep putting out amazing, amazing content, everything from the TV shows to the the movies, like it's, it's all just been really, really done well. So I'm no longer skeptical. Um, I was a little nervous. I will say that skeptical is not the right word, but I was a little nervous with all that, that director switcheroo. Yeah. Had with, uh, <laughs> with this movie. Um, I was pretty excited when I heard the, uh, Oh, what's the, what, what was their name? The, the Colin, Colin, Colin brothers. Is it the um, name? it's, uh, um... remember. Phil uh, Lord and original director Christopher Miller, I think. <clears throat> okay, Miller and Lord. I'm thinking of. I don't know why. Yeah, you're right. Miller, it was Miller and Lord. I don't know why I'm thinking of somebody else. But uh, yeah, I remember that because they directed the Lego Movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh. And so like, exactly. That movie was great. <laughs> and uh, so I heard they were going to direct it, but then they got fired. And it sounds like kind of they it was justified that they got fired, right? Like, yeah. 
I don't know. I've heard some really sketchy stuff about the way they were going and stuff. And so when they announced that Ron Howard was being brought in, I was stoked about that because he's got like a record like like nobody does. So it's it's plagued every Star Wars movie so far. They've had issues with finding directors, which I think it's surprising. Like they 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 hit well with Ryan Johnson, I think, because he he reinvented the whole right. the whole story of yeah, the Jedi. Seriously. They sounds like they loved Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Kathleen they're giving Johnson him a whole trilogy. Time. <laughs> well, he's an awesome guy. You hear him in an interview, it's no wonder they love him so much. Like, he's such an awesome guy to work with. And I don't know, he seems like he's the right approach to Star Wars. So, I mean, I kind of, it's yeah, it's fishy that they keep flopping around with directors, but maybe it's a good thing if they're willing to, like, look at the person in charge's work and be like, this is not what we want. It's not the standard that we want. So you either change it or you're done. Maybe it's good that they're willing to do that because like it keeps bad things from happening. Right. I don't think we're ever going to get a, I don't know if you ever read about or seen video footage of like when they, they premiered the Phantom Menace for the first time, but like allegedly the first early cuts of the Phantom Menace when they showed everybody like they had worked on it and, you know, they invite big names like Spielberg and different people to come. Like it was just, they showed it and it was just dead silence because everybody knew that it sucked. <laughs> like, so, you know, so maybe it's a good thing. Like, maybe it'll prevent something like that from ever happening again, where like it's questionable whether or not a movie is bad. You know? Yeah. But. And but yeah, we should dive into the, some of the stuff that was actually in the trailer a little bit. I think. Yeah, that that'd be good. Let's see. I've got the trailer pulled up here. What one of my favorite scenes was that sign that that scene where. I think it's in hyperdrive, but I'm not 100% sure. But the Star Destroyer is in this vortex of just clouds and lightning. And my wife actually pointed out, she's like, "I think this is the first time we've seen, um, we've seen Star Wars like a space kind of storm, right? This hasn't yeah. been done, I don't think, in Star Wars. So it's like this looks really cool. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what that's going to be. Like, I can't <laughs> think of any reference to like legends or anything that that would possibly be." The more that I look at it, the more I'm like, I don't think that's that's hyperspace because then the next scene we get is Tie Fighters going out from underneath it. Yeah, I wonder if this could be like a. Uh, I wonder if this could be like. I mean, the darkness, the way the scene looks, like it looks like it's a climatic event. So I wonder if this is like something crazy, like the like the Empire going to do something horrible on Kashyyyk or something. Like you know. Yeah. We know that it's already been announced that Han, Han and Chewie are going to meet up for the first time in this film. So, like, I wonder if, I wonder if, like, this is, like, part of that. I mean, it kind of has that vibe, you know what I mean? Like, this Empire, this uh, Star Destroyer is, like, rolling in through the dark, like, this evil missing thing. Like, it's dropping the TIE Fighters out of its belly to, like, go down and capture Wookiee Slade. I don't yeah. know, I can see it. Definitely foreboding of something that's going to happen. For sure. For sure. I've really, uh, if, if you've never read the Han Solo trilogy, um, which is a Legends series, uh, that's probably going to be mostly completely undone um, by this film, which is fine. But if you've ever read that trilogy, you'll know that like it's common knowledge that Han Solo was in the Imperial military. So I don't know, maybe I just missed this, but I don't think I realized that this was going to be like a thing in the film. Do you know if they had announced that or anything? Um, I don't remember them I'm like from the, what I've been looking at like they've they've been really tight-lipped on what's going to happen in the movie right so yeah right right I don't, I don't know if this is like I don't know if that's like a big thing or not like because uh I can't think of any dialogue or anything that was in the original films that talked about Han Solo being in the imperial military yeah so if that's not 
in any films, this is very interesting to me because they pulled this right out of the books, right? And like, it's really cool to see them do that. Like, I, I, now I'm wondering. So I have to go back and reread that trilogy now. I'm like, <laughs> I wonder what else they're going to pull out of the books. You know? Yeah. What's going to be interesting is because it's Lawrence Kasdan and his son writing the screenplay for this. And Lawrence Kasdan has been through the series from right. the beginning. And he's definitely tying in a lot of, I'd say, beats and different like cues from the original trilogy. Like this one shot with the robot. Like that, that calls back to the original right. trilogy to me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Then you have this right after Sierra. Where am I at? I'm, I'm like 19 seconds into the trailer. All right. At the 19 second shot. Did you realize? I think I'm 99% sure this is a William Falcon we're looking at right here. Me too. And I don't know how I feel about that because that is so clean. <sighs> I know. But like, what the heck did he do to <laughs> Falcon? <laughs> like, Something went wrong. Rub it everywhere. I mean. Because there hasn't been that much time has passed. Yeah, which I think Seriously. that's going to be a problem with if, the I movie. This, I wonder if that's going to be maybe. I wonder if this is going to be in the film. I wonder if I wonder if he's going to like dirty it up and ding it up and <laughs> you know I wonder what he's because if you remember in uh let's see what movie was that in? I guess it was the Last Jedi. I think it was the Last Jedi where there was this shot and I specifically remember it like a big hole in the wall. It's like missing in the Millennium Falcon in the hallway. And there's like all this insulation sticking out of it and wiring. I'm just like, this looks awful. <laughs> and then a porg's like laying a nest that. in this there. Is, this, exactly. Yeah, it was the last Jedi. You're right. And then like this shot, this is the Millennium Falcon is like fresh off the line here. Yeah. Like, this is brand spanking looking. What they may do is like they'll like I could imagine them shooting this shot and be like this is this is the model of the the yt corellian and then we get to see his and it's like oh my gosh what did you do to it <laughs> yeah that's a good that's actually a good point maybe this is not the millennium falcon but it's the same ship because i can totally see them it's just the, it's the same. pulling that and be like oh look at this shiny one and all the fans are like oh my gosh that's so stupid and then in the movie it's like oh no that's not his it's the it's the uh, crappy right. one. The, it's the exact type of stuff that they do. That's exactly it. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. Okay, so moving forward a little bit here more. This uh, this girl here, uh, do we have a character name confirmed for her yet? Do you know? I do not know. I know it's one of the main cast, so I'm pretty sure she's going to be fo- a big focus on the movie. Yeah, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know what this actress's name is either. I can't remember. Oh, Amelia Clark. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Of course. Obviously, that's who it is. I was like, this is... I was trying to picture her face. I was like, that's who it is. But we don't know her character's name yet, I don't think, do we? I Again, I have... I know little to nothing about this okay. movie. Um, I'm I'm one of the people that likes to black out except for the trailers. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I gotcha. So I, I looked it up on IMDb. Um, it says her name is 
Kira, Q-I apostrophe R-A. I have no idea. I don't know. But anyway, so if you remember in the Han Solo trilogy, the books, there was a um, there's a girl in those books that he has a thing with that like sort of sucks him into the rebellion a little bit before Princess Leia did and stuff. And I don't know. I just wonder, you know, if, how much are they willing to? Remember, I said like I got to go back and reread the books. I wonder how much they're going to take from that. But I wonder if this is if she's going to be a similar character to to that girl. Possibly. I I think that could be an interesting character arc for Han Solo. I know because we know from um, even the canon books, like he's one of those, he's the ladies man. So like everywhere he goes, he's got like a lady. Um, But we don't know if that's going to be what they're going to go for in this movie. Right, right, right. So uh, another thing, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson looks pretty awesome in this movie. Oh, he looks like straight Woody Harrelson. So (laughs) I can't wait to see what his character is going to be like. Um, I mean, I think I read somewhere he's going to be sort of a mentor kind of character, so I'm excited to see what what he's going to be like. I, I wonder if he'll be like sort of a race car driver kind of like mentor or something. Yeah, I don't know. We've we've already got a, a GIF for uh, Star Wars already. It's Woody Harrelson. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think like every movie he tries to get that in. Then we have Donald Glover in there, classically as a. We all know he's going to be Glando. Um, I have no idea what he's standing in front of. Like, it kind of looks like he's, I don't know if a ship is like taking off or if, I don't know what this is going to be, but he's clearly standing in front of something with the flashing lights. Yeah. It maybe it's like the storm cloud. Maybe it's that, that planet that they're on. Yeah. That's just not a bad idea. Maybe. I don't know. And I want to know who this villain is that somebody is fighting on top of this train thing. I wonder if this is, I really slowed this down and tried to look at it, but I can't tell if it's like a if it's Han shooting at this person or what. But it looks like some kind of epic battle. I think it's Woody Harrelson's character. Oh, is it? Maybe it is. I mean, he's got a jacket. I've got I like can't tell. going through frame by frame. <laughs> it's not helping. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's so that was done so fast. Like I don't know what that's going to be, but and that's that's basically the end of the trailer. The last couple seconds is just him looking up at the camera and stuff but i'm excited to uh see what direction this goes like i think i'm kind of with you i don't know if they really needed a han solo uh standalone movie but for them to do it like this is this is going to be very interesting because this is going to sort of set the stage for what the everyone is saying is going to be a kenobi film i don't know if that's 100 percent confirmed yet um i can't remember if it's if it's confirmed or not it's going to be a kenobi film i think it's still sort of the rumor rumor stage but it's rumored by a lot of people right yeah which i mean the i was surprised to hear a han solo film kenobi i was like as soon as i heard they were gonna do standalone films i was like i bet they do a kenobi film (laughs) the same here (laughs) yeah i'm very interested to see what direction this goes because like rogue one was like its own individual story but this is a character origin story so this will be very unique i'm excited the first of its kind really yeah right right and one of the, one of the reasons that I want to talk about this is Battlefront Two. It's still in the support phase for DLC by the time this movie comes out. So if they don't have something like maybe they do skins for the Han Solo movie or some kind of planet, I would be really surprised if they don't tie it in somewhere like that. Oh, that's very very true. I bet they do have to tie in some stuff for sure in there because they, they there's all the Last Jedi content that they created. So 
I mean, given the last Jedi is the big stuff, but they, I mean, I remember when the first Battlefront game, uh, they had all the stuff for Rogue One in there. So, yeah. I mean, surely they'll do something with Solo. Exactly. So I, I would definitely expect them to do something. Maybe it's just a Mac pack. Uh, maybe it's just uh, a hero or skins or something like that. But I could definitely see them adding something like that. And six months after the last Jedi, we're getting a Star Wars movie. I I know I don't really know how to feel like I haven't really recovered from the last Jedi. I know. Like it's it comes out on Blu-ray in uh, March or April. I can't remember what the Blu-ray release date is. I for think last it's Jedi, March. Like I know the book comes out in March, so I think the Blu-ray does too. But man, I'm just like, geez, another Star Wars movie already. This is nuts. <laughs> like I don't know if I like it. It might be too soon. I know. <laughs> as crazy as that is, but. I'm still distilling just, the last there's so one. so much build-up to these movies. Right. There's so much build-up. I mean, there's so much dissection of trailers and so much to read and so much to digest. And, like, I mean, it's impossible to avoid if you're a, if you're a, a hardcore Star Wars fan. Like, you got to be following it a little bit. Like, yeah. Just because it's everywhere. Everyone is talking about it. So, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of, like, I'm excited for it, but I'm just not recovered yet. <laughs> definitely yeah it's it's going to be awesome to see what they do in the future and like if this sets a standard on what uh following movies and then game tie-ins and how that all works right yeah yeah so i'm super interested in 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 business and economics and everything and i watched a video on um that was sort of a synopsis of the uh the ea earnings reports and uh that big meeting that they had a couple weeks ago with all the investors and 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 stuff and uh, I don't know if you saw any of that content that came out of that. Um, yeah. But they they were talking about like, how long they expect to support Battlefront and all that kind of good stuff. Um, and it sounds like Battlefront is really going to be on their forefront for quite a while, like at least two or three years, like minimum. So yeah, definitely. I don't know. I think I think you're right that there's going to be some good solo stuff dropped in the game, and I'm excited to uh, excited to see it. Yeah, and on the on the Battlefront uh, topic. Definitely, I think if they were ever to get in the Battlefront franchise, it would be on a high note. And I think they really, really want to save that um, that IP because it's a, a well-beloved IP. It's something that fans recognize. And recently it's become synonymous with, oh, this is another cash grab. But I think that they really want to do is push it more towards saving the whole the name of Battlefront. Yeah, yeah, and let's hope that the next one, let's hope that third time is a charm with the yeah. EA <laughs> Battlefront launch. Like, I don't know why they keep screwing this up, but uh, I hope it's I hope it's better. They are bringing back the microtransactions to no one's surprise. I saw um, they they said it is, I'm when they took with, it away too. <laughs> I know exactly. That's why I'm saying like no one should be surprised. People on Reddit are like freaking out. Like, no, you idiots! It was there ages ago. Yeah, like, it was in the when they announced that they were removing them. They already told us they were bringing them back, which I'm fine with. Like, exactly millions of dollars to produce and maintain a game. Like, if you're not mad that like you can pay a dollar for extra extra diamonds or gems or whatever it is and like clash of clans then it's fine for it to be in a, a game the size of battlefront yeah especially since they're moving there they're going to do a whole revamp of the the progression system so hopefully that means microtransactions equals 
customization skins and that kind of thing and not oh you can unlock this new powerful weapon that's about it for this episode though you can follow utini on twitter and instagram at utini underscore us visit their website to check out what they have in store and check out the giveaway in the description all of those links will be there as well you can follow us on twitter at swb podcast you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast, or on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. If you like talking Battlefront, pretty sure you might. Check out the Discord in the description. It's a fun place to talk about Battlefront with us, as well as other Battlefront players and fans. You can leave us a review on iTunes. We have a YouTube channel, the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.